When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, great to be with you on this Tuesday morning. We're live at the Riverside Complex, of course, for day three of the English Classic Sales. And this is the Bet365 Country Racing Hour. And the pride and joy of Scone is Arrowfield. They're being one of the biggest farms, not only in this country, but in the world. And, of course, they're playing a major part at the Classic Sales and the Bloodstock Manager for Arrowfield. John Freyer joins us live at Riverside. John, thanks for joining us here on Giddy Up, mate. Pleasure to be here, Gary. Um, Castle Vecchio, first of all, I was walking through your barn there the other day and there was the plaque there of Castle Vecchio and this was the barn that he was living in when he was at these sales, what, four or five years, six years ago now, I would yep, imagine it right. would have been. Um, and he was such a striking thoroughbred, wasn't he, when you saw him in the mounting yard? But he's selling his first crop of yearlings at the, this year's classic sales. And um, have you been happy with the way that they've been able to sell? Yeah, look, we are. We, they've sold particularly well. Um, there's been a few very nice ones. Uh, and they've gone to good homes. Yep. Um, there was one we sold last night that Gary Portelli bought. Interesting story. Gary was uh, determined to buy Castelvecchio as a yearling yeah. himself. And he got caught up looking at another yearling and ran up to the ring. And the horse had already been knocked down. Yeah. So he was he was devastated and, of course, followed the horse's career because he was trained at Warwick Farm, where he is. And uh, so he was determined to buy a few of his progeny and he bought a very nice uh, cold off us last night. Yeah, and Castelvecchio, he was a horse that... Well, he was unlucky not to win a Cox Plate. I think he ran into an absolute superstar from Japan and then he was dominant as a two-year-old. So he was a unique racehorse like that. He had one hell of a career and he was only a couple of lengths off being one of the greats when you think about it, if he won a Cox Plate that year. Oh, absolutely. That run in the Cox Plate was spectacular. Yep. I mean, um, it was interesting because Craig... Uh, was determined to make the others carry their weight because he was had the three-year-old weight and he went early on him and by going early he actually let Liscrosser out of the pocket and yeah. uh, and she picked him up and beat him in the last sort of last 50 meters or something like that but she subsequently went back to Japan won a group one by six lengths so we know how great a mare she was um, he was a fantastic horse I mean he won his first start as a two-year-old two -year yeah. uh, then he won the Millennium here at Warwick Farms in such great fashion and um, and then uh, then he had it was a little bit of a tricky program for him because he was getting ready for the slipper and he may have well been a slipper horse but but he only had the chance to run in the one race beforehand the skyline and he yep. was probably just not ready for that charged home late and missed but because the prize money for the millennium didn't count towards the slipper yeah. he wasn't going to get a start so uh it turned out the, sh the size and the champagne were his targets. Well, this is another debate for another day, but it should have counted um, at the end of the day when there's so much prize money up, up for grabs at these sales races. It's, um, you would imagine that they would have taken that into consideration, especially well, you think, in today's world. Yeah, with the Magic Millions and, and the, the English Correct. race series, it probably should count for something Have they least. changed it? Uh, uh, in terms of... The prize money to count for the Golden Star? No, Star? I believe not. Which is outrageous, really, because if you've got a horse now and you buy the English sales, you're setting it for a $2 million race, aren't you? Absolutely. There's no, 
Absolutely. <laughs> so, so this is nearly a grand final in a way for most of these horses before they move on to the slipper. So hopefully common sense prevails eventually. But um, And that is another argument, the story when it comes to patterns, etc. how everybody, I think, needs to work together. But Castelvecchio, has he, has he stamped his yearlings? Because he was a... He was, as I mentioned before, from the top. He was one of those horses that when he, he, he arrived in the mounting yard, he did really take you back a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he, he really has stamped them. Um, yeah. uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a done deal, but he's out of a De Hair mare, and he, we, we feel that he's got a lot of De Hair uh, in him himself, and we see that in his, pro, in, in his progeny. Um, but they're of a type, and you can go into the yeah. paddock at home and look through a whole bunch of uh, yearlings or foals, whatever and you can just identify them straight away talking to a few of the bigger trainers over the last couple of months especially at the sales season they tell me gareth like i know wayne hawks who's a regular on our show indicated that the next big stone in this part of the world who really start to stamp his authority is the kiwi done deal um i know you might be a little bit biased but do you feel that momentum building for he's he's already gained great momentum done deal but do you feel that he's He's ready to really stamp his authority as one of the the best stallions in the in the country. Oh, he's he's an amazing stallion, and yeah. he's, he's he's well capable of getting that superstar horse. Yeah, and the great stallions are, are able to do that, and uh, and I think now he's on a on a major upward trajectory. Um, just seeing with a few of his two-year-old colts this year that have come through that really look yeah. special horses. So. Uh, I think he is. I think, and I know Hawks have got two or three that they're yeah. sort of very excited about, which is probably colouring <laughs> Wayne's thoughts. But uh, you might look out for a couple of those yeah. in the next two or three weeks. Yeah, one that debuted the other day at Packenham from last to first off a slow tempo, and looks like it's got um, well above average at the moment. So, yeah, they're exciting the done deals, and and just with these classic sales like you can find a bargain there's been proof over the years that there's been some of the champions like a Marsu for instance not quite a champion but a horse that's been able to of recent time been able to compete and and be competitive against the best sprinters in the land from Arrowfield's point of view what kind of horses do you try and send here at the classic sales well, I think we're f- we're sending the horses that, in some respects, they're probably uh, you know they're by our stallions. They're out of the mares that that aren't the A grade mares. Yeah. You know the Easter quality mares, but they they're really solid solid mares. They've been mated with, for a specific purpose to that stallion. They're good types. They're solid, you know, individuals. And as a consequence, you get a lot of uh, you get a lot of really nice horses come out of yeah. this classic sale, and they're. Because they haven't got the really fancy, sexy pedigrees, um, they're at a really affordable price. And the way prize money's gone, that's you know, it's looking attractive to, yeah. to, to get one of these type of horses. And especially with the local breeding schemes these days, whether it's in Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland, have really improved their Q bred. Mm. Um, WA do a really good job as well. That, um, and English with their maiden new series that this, they're investing a lot of money into is... Um, you're a good chance in a way to get some of your money back anyway if you even very um, much so. yeah have a horse that wins one race absolutely yeah. I think the English uh, maiden series is a, is, a, is a great initiative yeah and it gives people uh, that uh, springboard to sort of to to recover their uh, you know their um, output initially and and it's really attractive for for, for buyers as well trainers agents buying horses and then looking to syndicate them. Yeah. Um, you look and you say, well, if we place a horse 
properly, yeah. um, you know, there's an opportunity to win prize money of the race and a hundred thousand dollar bonus to boot. And you got a couple of your star colts being set through the ring today. Yes, we have. We've yeah. got uh, a, a really nice autumn sun cult going yes. through early, and a written tycoon cult um, out of a mare called Lures, who's a sister to Alberta. Um, we, you know, we thought that the autumn sun cult out of a, a half sister to Messine was probably our best horse here. Um, he was the standout. He's actually been the most popular horse at least anyway, so uh, he goes through quite early this morning. So the Autumn Sun, he had his chance to sell his yearlings for the first time last last year. He had his first winner in New Zealand recently. Mm. What's been the feedback that you've been hearing from the trainers and the breeders regarding the Autumn Suns? Uh, very exciting. Um, you know, I think we're, we're going to see big things from him sort of this autumn and, um, and through this year. Um, all the trainers that have got them are really excited about them. Chris Waller's got six and I know he thinks a couple of his are sort of amongst his best two-year-olds. Um, Gay Waterhouse and they had a very good trialer yesterday. Yep. She's got Deciduous, who's being set for the size produce. Um, Mick Price has got two or three that have won trials. Their trainers are bringing them along a little bit slowly, um, and uh, you know, but with the view that they're going to be nice later season two-year-olds and three-year-olds. Yep. I was talking to a few of your staff working out the back and. Um, you've really got a really good team, a eh? good young, enthusiastic, passionate team of people that work for our field at these sales. And I was asking them about the boss and, and John Massara, and um, he sounds like it, when you talk to your staff in a way, and you well know John, he's, he sounds like that he's a great leader in a way. And there's a different side to him that the people that work for him get to see compared to the others from the outside that know John Massaro's wore so many different hats in this racing game. Would I right, be right in saying that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, uh, James, a great enthusiast. That's the one yeah. thing. And that enthusiasm is really infectious. Yeah. goes through everybody in the organisation. So that's, that's the first thing. But secondly, you know, there's a very humorous side to him that a lot yes. of other people don't see. And uh, he loves having the mickey taken out of him. And, and, <laughs> and we all do that incessantly. Yeah. So, uh, but he enjoys that. And, yeah. uh, you know, we all get along t terribly well. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, people see a different side of him. But uh, there is a very uh, funny, humorous side of, yeah. of JM. And all the staff enjoy that. Well, we appreciate your time. John for joining us here on Giddy Up and the Bet 365 Country Racing Hour to kick off proceedings and you've got the classic sales but it only gets a little bit more hectic I would imagine as well because the premier sales in Melbourne seems to be getting bigger and better each year and as Wayne Hawkes pointed out yesterday you don't get to see you see a few Victorian trainers but I reckon they're saving themselves for the the premier sales and then of course we've got the Easter sales after that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think you're right. I, there hasn't been as many Victorian trainers yeah. here. Uh, so the Premier's coming up at the end of uh, end of February, early March. And then, of course, we're back here for Easter at uh, the end of March. So uh, that'll be exciting. That'll be our biggest draft of the year. We'll have 68 yearlings okay. for, for Easter. So, uh, you know, we'll be really focusing on yeah. that. You might need me. We, we might need to come and help um, <laughs> inspect a few, parade a few yearlings. I might have to work on my horsemanship, but um, in fact, I'll be wasting your time, John. <laughs> hey, we appreciate, you appreciate your time, mate. Um, Arrowfield do some wonderful things. I don't think a lot of people get to see what Arrowfield do for the, for the racing game outside of um, selling horses. I think John Massaro is a very passionate man that loves racing, wants to make a difference, and um, yeah, I think you guys are terrific and we appreciate you coming on our show this morning and we wish you the best of luck over um, uh, the rest of the sales season.
Thanks, Gareth. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. There's John Freyer, the bloodstock manager there for Arrowfield. And, of course, Inglis, Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. Seize your moment with Inglis in 2023. Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. Sale catalogues online now at inglis.com.au.